Welcome to Songwriter Trysts, an intimate podcast that is connecting songwriters from all over the world. I'm singer-songwriter Ray Lee. Music saved my life and I want to talk to other songwriters about the power of songwriting, talk about their journey and how they got to where they are today. This is a safe space to share stories, lessons and emotions, all the great things that build an amazing song. To support the podcast and follow our journey, you can find us on songwritertrysts.com. Welcome to a songwriter tryst with Chloe Agnew. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Great to chat to you. I'm looking forward to hearing a little bit more about your story because it started so early. I like to start by getting you as the artist to share a little bit about who you are and where you come from. I'm a singer songwriter from Dublin, Ireland. As you mentioned, I started out very young in the business. I come from an entertainment household. Both my parents are in the, the music entertainment business at home in Ireland. So right. I kind of practically grew up on the stage or in and around music. It was a way of life in our house. It was kind of a family business. And I think for a large part of my early years, thought that's what everyone's parents did, that they yeah. were always in concerts and shows and things like that. So it was, it was a way of life. And I started singing, performing very young in various different choirs, just being around theatres and venues with my parents growing up. And then I did a charity single when I was 11. I, I, I myself and a pal at the time, it was shortly after the events of 9-11. And there was this right. appeal to children all over the world to donate some of their pocket money to, to the oh, children wow. who've been affected by it. And it was in, it, to encourage kids to do what they do best, to raise some money. And myself and, and a singing pal of mine at the time, we loved singing together and we decided we would do this little song and mm. we released it for charity and it, it, it did it did really well. And it was shortly yeah. after that that a record company in Ireland were kind of looking for Charlotte Church, who was really famous in, in the UK and Europe at the time. They were kind of looking for an Irish equivalent and they approached me to see if I would do an album. So I did my first album with them wow. when I was 12 and then I did a second one just before I turned 14. And then it was shortly Later that year, that a uh, creative team came up with the concept for the music show Celtic Woman. Since I was young, I've been told, never forget where you come from. But ever since I've grown older, I've realized that I found myself moving on. to become one of the members of that and to be honest I mean people have heard me say it a million times Celtic Woman initially was only supposed to be a one night show really? so I was only I had just turned <gasps> wow. 15 at the time yeah, yeah I was only a kid and I joked that I, I thought I was going to get the next day off school you know <laughs> I didn't think that 
that like one night was going to turn into nearly 15 years of my life. So yeah, yeah, I I joined the group and it it, it took off. And so kind of for me, what's crazy is I, I toured with that music group for the best part of 10 years. And then for the last seven, I've pretty much been out on my own hustling and working mm. away and and it's where I fell really once I left Celtic Woman I really threw myself into songwriting and my sound and my music and and so kind of my life has been bizarre and that one yeah. thing has kind of led to the next you know yeah. and I kind of here I am and yeah I, I kind of never set out to 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 be a singer or to follow my parents into the industry but yeah one thing just kind of led to the next and I wouldn't have it any other way now that I'm here. Well, there must have been. What what were your parents doing in in the industry? Were they musical as well and and artistic? Yes. So my mother, very much like me, started out at a very young age in in Ireland performing. She was kind of one of the female pioneers of television in Ireland, an all round entertainer, a singer, dancer, comedian, actress. She she kind of does it all. (laughs) She's gifted, diseased with talent, as we Uh (laughs) do. And then my my dad is one of the principal oboe and Karande players with the National Concert Orchestra at home in Ireland. And it's just, just different different musical worlds. So I kind of grew up with such a wide variety of, of genres that I was exposed to of, mm. of music. And I think now anybody who knows me or has followed my path in the industry, certainly since I've been out as a solo artist moving off from Celtic Woman, knows yeah. that I have, I've thrown myself into loads of different musical styles, both in performance and in songwriting. And I kind of love that. I think you've just been exposed to, to lots of different genres of music growing up has has allowed me to to perform different genres and, and, and fall in love with so many of them. And yeah. thanks to my parents coming from different musical worlds. Well, it sounds like you didn't have much of a choice, whether what, no matter what you wanted to do. You, yeah, you it was were kind of always destined to be. Destined to be, yeah. But do you, yeah. do you know when there was, a, if there was a moment in your life where, I don't know, like where you felt like music or even just singing and, and songwriting and being that, like expressing yourself through your creativity, where that really became like you realised that was a part, a big part of who you are? Well, I think for me, as I said, because the younger years, everything happened so quickly. It just went, like, as I said, when I was thrust into that Celtic woman world and and that took off, I, I found myself touring with them, as I said, for the best part of 10 years. And it was really only coming up to the kind of the, the end of my run then when I, I, I got this bug inside of me of just thinking, mm-hmm. I was about to turn 24, I've been touring almost for the best part of 10 years with them. And I just thought, I kind of need to do something else. I need to do something different outside of Celtic Woman. It was such yeah. a an intense schedule and life that I had, a world that I'd become part of, that I kind of thought it, it takes up your entire year. And, and I suddenly got this itch inside of me to try and do something different. And I'm, so that's why I decided I'd take a step back from the group. But the craziest thing happened in that when I stopped, I kind of went through this water life crisis phase of realizing <laughs> that 24. I had never, yeah, at 24, <laughs> that I hadn't actually stopped since I was a kid. And I actually didn't mm. really know who I was outside of Chloe from Celtic Woman. I didn't know what my musical identity was. And, and I, I honestly, yeah, I had a really scary moment of, of questioning whether I even wanted to do music because yeah. I just was a bit lost in not knowing really who I was. And all of my friends had kind of taken you know, a year out of school to, to go traveling or they, yeah. so many of them 
came over to your side of the world, to Australia to live for a few years, or they went to Europe traveling, or they, they went to college. And I never really did any of those things. So it was only yeah. when I stopped, did I kind of go, oh my God, what, what do I do now? And I was at this real crossroads of deciding what would happen next. And ultimately, I think I decided, I don't, I don't really know what else to do with my life. Music is my life. So I've got to figure out what new connection I can find with music to make me fall in love with it in a different way to make me yeah. feel inspired and found as an artist and as a person and honestly that was songwriting for me I joined the mm. Los Angeles School of Songwriting and okay. I met I, I moved to, to LA basically I, I, I applied for my green card and I decided to get a base I just wanted to try something different and I had a couple of friends out there and I thought I'll give this a go and I had no contacts really or anything like that. So I joined this songwriting school in Los Angeles and it was a great place for me to to learn from great mentors and to just meet a community of people who had the same interests and same passion as me and, and the same desire yeah. to try and figure out what comes from the inside out and how to translate that into music. Would you mind something my heart I've had time since we've been apart how was I to know that you would leave though you're not here this is what I Into to figuring out that this was something that was a whole new love for music that I didn't realize I would I would fall so much in love with. And I think yeah. from then on, it's really that was kind of the moment for me. I think when I when I was like, right, well, I guess I have been doing this all my life, and I guess this is always going to be a part of my world. But now I just need to figure out who I am through it all, both as a person and as an artist, you know, and as a singer. Yeah. And it's kind of been a, a roller coaster of a journey ever since. I love that. And I love, I love songwriting as well. So you're a woman after my own heart as well. And being around other people and learning from other people who have that same passion and understanding for songwriting and and what it is and what it does and, and not even having to be genre specific, just the freedom to 
like a blank canvas to just take the words and the melody and create something brand new is, yeah, it's incredible really? and it's exciting to hear yeah. that you, you've, you've found that. And like once you know that about yourself, it's very freeing. So that's, that's a beautiful story. Yeah, and I kind of feel like it's one of those things that even only recently in the last couple of years, the more I have become kind of obsessed with it and I try to, <laughs> to, to put myself in rooms with people who inspire me or who I can learn from or, you yeah. know, it's the craziest craft. It really is because <laughs> I feel like, you know, there's some sessions. Yeah, it kind of is. And like mm. there's little, I'll be, I, like, I'll be out for a run. One line will pop into my head and I have no idea that that could be the seed or the nugget of something beautiful you know, a couple of weeks down the line, years down the line, months down the line, you just never know where it's going to go. And then sometimes I find like you can find yourself in rooms with songwriters where you can leave a room and you can feel really fulfilled and rewarded and think that you contributed really well to the con- to the session and you, you yeah. feel satisfied coming out. And then there's other rooms that I come out of that I'm, I'm humbled I'm also terrified by the talents <laughs> that are in the room with me yeah. for songwriting you're like whoa people have such varying skill sets within that yeah. world and uh, whether it be the musicians I mean I've worked with incredible musicians in the room I've worked with incredible lyricists incredible producers and they all mm. have a different thing to bring to the room and sometimes it can be so fulfilling because you feel great about yourself but sometimes I've walked out of rooms and I've gone oh my god I you know what did I do in that session I, they yeah. were all so much more talented than me and you know so it's it's such a crazy Impossible. world it kind yeah. of is but it's almost like that's why I feel like I'm continually learning about myself and 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 soaking up other people's experiences and, and I think that the community I found through that and friends you know it is such mm. a, a rewarding space when you come into that that room and, and you have an idea and then it morphs into something because everybody else in the room has has lived that in their own way and they've yeah. got their own two cents to throw into it you know and I think that's been oh, yeah. the, the the most freeing part for me is is seeing something grow out of your own personal experience but it becomes universal because mm. most of the struggles and the things that we go through in life you know, we all deal with them, but just in our own ways. That's been, I guess, one of the, the best parts of, of discovering songwriting and making it part of my life in, in recent years. Oh, it's, it's addictive, isn't it? And it's just such a good feeling. Um, yeah. So I love it. Yeah, and I love hearing really other is. people talking about it. Like I can hear the passion in your voice and it's like, yep. I know yeah. what that feels like. It's such a I good feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so now that you're getting to know yourself as a songwriter and you've done so much and that's how we learn is just by doing, right? Um, mm-hmm. ha- have you learned sort of or seen or noticed a pattern in when you are writing songs maybe specifically for stuff that you want to produce and you want to release mm-hmm. under your name? Is there like a pattern or, or a message or something that kind of always tends to go into your music that you find just tends to come through, maybe even without you being conscious about it? Yeah, it's interesting that you say that. I guess for me, one of the toughest parts has been because my world has been so musically varied, mm. because I love so many different genres, I sometimes find it hard to define what that one true sound or sentiment or or feeling is you know Mm. and I I think it's because I sometimes if I'm in a mood that I want to write a little 
sassy R&B souls. That's the vibe of the day. Or if I want to write a heartbreaking, soulful ballad, that's the vibe of the day. Or something yeah. just fun and carefree country kind of feel. That's what we go with. So I kind of think the, the best songs I feel that I've, I've, I've written pull from, I mean, obviously it's always like you pull from your truth, you pull from your experiences. And it's yeah. usually from, from pain, from heartbreak, from love, from life lessons that you've learned I, I, and, or, or things that people have said to me, you know, I mean, one of my favorite songs I'm, I'm hopefully getting ready to re- release it this year Yay. is a little song called Shortcut. And I wrote it because I came home, you know, I've been on the road for a couple of months and I, social media, everything, mm-hmm. people perceive things to be great and fantastic. And it's your highlight reel of how great your life is. And yeah. <laughs> some this old man who I've known for years, he's a family friend, follow me on Facebook and he's saying, oh, Chloe, you're doing great. You're flying. Blah, blah, blah. And I heard myself playing a tiny little violin on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> actually the reality of it is it's really tough I'm hustling really hard I'm slogging away blah 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 you know I'm kind of telling him my woes and he looked at me and he said to me well there's no shortcut to a place worth going to from a tiny green island in the bluest of seas we've traveled the world throughout history from the taverns in Boston to the streets of New York You'll find someone Irish in every city and port And though we may wander from the south and the north We carry on when life steers us off course Rivers of memories flow through your veins And the heartbeat of home is calling your name you know that whole sentiment so like things like that I guess happen yeah. a song earlier on this year that I released uh, called Written on My Heart again I came home from months of, of being on the road and I, I was so excited to get home to my family that Christmas yeah. and I met my, my dad and my sister in town and we were going for a pint and we went into this little pub in Dublin City and on the wall behind me was this quote from James Joyce one of our, our great writers and, and playwrights of, uh, in Ireland and it said when I die Dublin will be written on my heart yeah. and I just was like oh that is such a beautiful line and so I came into a songwriter session with with two friends of mine a, a friend from Canada and a friend from a different part of Ireland to me I shared the sentiment to them and, and they they totally got it they went oh well let's write a song about wherever that place is that will always be written on your heart because anyone can relate to that it doesn't matter where you move where you travel where you settle in life there will always be somewhere that will be written on your heart so that's why we wrote that so I guess you you, the best songs are pulling from things that are real and and Mm -hmm. and that mean to to you um only just this last month I released a song 
somebody just like you with my one of my best friends, Brian McCrane. And um, we wrote it because we were both going through a really, really shitty breakup of just feeling the same pain and sadness, but yet yeah. the, the comfort of, of knowing what the heart feels like when it feels real love. And that when somebody really special in your life comes and shows you that kind of love, you, you hope you can find it again with someone yeah. just like them, you know, in and, and life. So we both pull from from that experience and, and wrote this beautiful little song. And I'm, it's one of the songs that I'm most proud of. And yeah. so I guess it, it, it just, dep- it, it, for me, it, it's moments, it's real things that happen mm. and, and real things that you feel. Like, I think they're sometimes kind of the most rewarding experiences but it's been really interesting yeah. in that sometimes actually writing for other people too has taught me a lot about myself and and, and what yeah. I want to say in my own songs because you, yeah. you're putting yourself in a a more universal mindset because you're trying to think okay I'm, I'm, I'm writing for this person and their sound and their feel and their fan base but mm. how can I relate to that how could I inject my own personal yeah, what experiences that, you know? have you had that that are yeah. similar to that, and what is, what's yeah. what's the common theme between yeah. the two stories? And that's yeah. I think how you connect with more people on a universal scale, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and like you said, heartbreak. They always say that's a songwriter's gold, don't they? And um, yeah, well, because geez, we all feel it at some stage of our life in whatever deeply. shape or form it is, you know. And I think. It is love is the most universal theme that there is out there in, in whatever shape or form that that's written in, whether it's positive love or heartbreaking love or broken love, whatever it is, we yeah. can all relate to it in some way. Well, every emotion of uh, that's attached to love mm-hmm. is relevant and it's very much a part of being human. And I think some of them are more accepted than others and are more mm-hmm. ugly. Some of them more ugly and some of them are beautiful and for sure. It's all a part of just this amazing thing that we call life. So, yeah, yeah and I love that we get sure. to put that into our music. What would you yeah. say has been one of your most proud moments in this journey of songwriting where you just can look back and go, that was massive for me because I had whatever experience? There's been a couple of times where I guess having the faith to just put it out there into the world and, and mm. getting over the fear of what people are going to think, whether they're going to like it or not. That's the scariest part. Cause I think for such a large part of my life in, you know, cause I was so young doing my own uh, early albums, they were covers. Then we moved into yeah. Celtic woman. It was always somebody else's music that I was singing. So I mm. never felt that, you know, I never felt what it was like to, to, hear somebody sing your lyrics back to you in an audience or to, you know, come to you and say, oh my God, yes, completely. So I guess when I left Celtic Woman and I was desperately trying to find what my, what that songwriting thing bug was and how I was going to put me into music, I have have two really great men who, who, who took a a chance on me and, and they helped produce, Joshua Spatch was my co-writer for the album and Dave Nunley made the whole project happen and it was it was called The Thing About You and it was a five track EP mm. four original songs and one cover and they really gave me a chance to say what is it that you you want to do and I, I at that time I was you know I moved on to Celtic Woman and I just wanted to try something different so I want I want to yep. make music that makes me feel good I want to make me I want to hear songs that I can put on my car or whatever and and, and just have an upbeat kind of more pop feel and they gave me the freedom to do that and Joshua helped craft it into 
an actual EP. And it was the first time that I thought, oh my God, this is an actual EP of my songs, you know? And, <laughs> and it was such a, a cool, crazy, scary feeling. And because it was different, it was so different to anything that I'd ever done before. Yeah. That was a moment of just taking that leap of faith. And I think that taught me so much about not being afraid to just put it out there and not being yeah. afraid of, of what people think because, you know, especially with the internet nowadays, somebody's going to love it. Somebody's always going to hate it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like, you, you can't just, make everyone gotta, happy. You can make everyone happy. And I think that, you know, realizing that early on in, in my songwriting process has allowed me to continually kind of turn out different projects over the last mm. couple of years, knowing that it's okay. My, my diehard Celtic fan base, Celtic woman fan base, aren't always going to love it because it's different, but somebody else is going to love it. I'm fascinated yeah. by the world of, of Spotify that I've, I have people who never knew my music from my Celtic woman days. But they've discovered my solo stuff and, and they like that for what it is, you know? So yeah. then joining a group, I, I, I've just started working with an incredible collaborative community at home in Ireland called the X Collective and a community of, of creatives of all different worlds basically we've got yeah. songwriters artists producers um videographers social media people everyone oh, that but sounds it's basically amazing. a community yeah for creatives yeah. it's like a, a support group a help group for creatives you know yeah. that we can kind of pull from each other's skill sets but we also have we, we all come from such different musical backgrounds that the girls who who put us together and formed this group the whole idea is that people whose musical worlds technically on paper should never work or, or would never cross paths do yeah. and and something unique and totally different is born out of it so yeah, earlier on this year yeah it's been the greatest part of, of my my songwriting and, and musical world it really has and, and yeah. so i we released a, one of the singles earlier on this year and it's, it's called wb which is short for wrong bitch and it's this really sassy soulful R&B kind of track and, and myself and Elle we wrote it at a songwriters camp years ago and we initially wrote it and we joked that our the two of us you know again on paper are from such different musical worlds and you think this is never going to work <laughs> but yeah. when we actually put us together and we worked on this little idea and it grew legs we were initially going to pitch it to a a girl band because we just thought this is not going to fit in our wheelhouse okay. either of our musical worlds at all <laughs> and then lo and behold COVID happens and the girls mm. came up with this idea of why don't we just put this creative collaborative community together of people who we can create music under the banner of the X collective and it allows us to release music that is different to what we do in our own lanes but yeah you know find avoid the branding issue yeah exactly yeah. so we did we put this out there and again going back to that initial thing that I learned years ago was of, of just realizing don't be afraid of something that's different yeah. outside of your comfort zone or outside of what you think you can do because yep. it's going to find a home somewhere somebody will hopefully enjoy it and and, yeah. and you will feel more rewarded at the end of it because you did something different you, you, you had the faith to do it so I think that's probably the that. biggest lesson for me yeah Oh, I love seeing people come together and the, the the magic that happens. I mean, nothing really ever happens on our own, does it? We all need help from other people. Yeah, I do think that. I mean, I think, look, there are, are some insane songwriters out there who have the, the power to, to, to lock themselves in a 
in a room and write a song for from the heart and, and it is what it is. But yeah. I, I do think, yeah, I know just from my own experience, the best things I think come from putting a, a, a whole load of different creative minds together and seeing what you can all cook up, you know, yeah. that for me is I think there's nothing else like it. It's magic. There's space for both of them. What, what about collaborating and, and co-writing with all your experience? What would you say your best advice would be for someone when preparing for a co-write? Wow. Well, I guess, go, like as I said earlier on, is, is that I'm, I'd be the first to put my hand up and say, I've, as I said, I've left sessions feeling like, yeah, man, I'm really good at this. <laughs> Other sessions going, oh man, you suck. You know? So I think not trapping yourself in your own head, mm. not letting, you know, there's good days and there's bad days. I think that's yeah. the thing. And I think I, I've been so, the more I, I listen to great songwriters, the more I hear about their, their work and their process is that some often is the case that, yeah, you've kind of, most of the time, maybe you've got more, crap songs than you do have good songs but you, you gotta somebody told me once and I think it's so true that songwriting is like a dirty tap you gotta turn it on you gotta let all the brown crap water flow first until the clear good stuff starts coming and I, I do think it is like that that you, if you can constantly keep your hand in it just even little nuggets of melodic ideas lyric ideas a beautiful word that you hear that you think, oh my God, that might find a home in a yeah. song someday. Okay, that's kind of the end of my official questions. I'm going to put a blog with all your links and everything to your music and social so people can follow your journey if they're just getting to know you now. Thank you so much for jumping on and sharing so much wisdom and, and um, experience. And I'm actually just inspired by obviously how much of a hard worker you are, but how much you've just pushed through, you know, that imposter syndrome that everyone deals with and you've been so open and honest about it because it is something that not anyone is immune to. Everyone has that feeling and you've just got to push past it and do it anyway and you learn from it and, you, yeah, you've, you've spoken really well about that. Be humble and just be honest. I love that. All right, that was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Great to chat to you. I keep thinking about the cobble streets where I fell, fell in love with all of you. You always feel like that old friend of my eyes. Can't wait to see you again. Thanks for joining our songwriter Trist today. To join the family and keep up to date with future podcasts, you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. Please leave a review and subscribe. To support the podcast or contact me or our guests, please go to the website, songwritertrists.com. It's written on my, on my heart. It's written on it, on my heart. Oh, on my heart. You're written on it. I hear the music in the air. Singing streets are everywhere. Full of faces that I know. Wish I could bottle up this place Take it with me every day Cause no matter where I go You always feel like 
mistake Everything's changed but it's the same 